Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when it comes to the show. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast, previewing the 2023 Farmers Insurance Open. Find the podcast on Twitter at Always Press DFS. I am on Twitter at BD Entry, and my co-host is always on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Another week in the books. Now we get some real big boy golf this week. Yeah. Thankfully, we get off that three-course, three-day yeah. cut. Yeah, I'll take this two-day course any day of the week. Uh, right. That three-day birdie fest, like, congrats to those that did well. That's very possible, but you need, like we talked about before, it's a putting contest and just freaking, it's a wedge fest turned into putting contest, turned into, you know, Davis Thompson against all the Eagles. So, um, yeah, or stuff. is John Rahm ever going to lose a golf tournament again? Dude, I, I watched, <laughs> I, I didn't watch a ton of golf, but I'd watch a little bit on the weekdays as I was working in my office. I tweeted, it, I think it was Friday, just watching him play, and I'm like, I've never seen a guy more locked in in my life. Like I, we've seen, well, obviously since Tiger. Like I'm not going to say right. Tiger was Tiger, right. but like, and since we started doing the show, basically, right. you know, X many years ago, we've seen some good runs, some really good runs. Right. But we've always said with John Rom, if he ever just like clicks, he's like unstoppable, and he's doing that right now. It's yeah, just, it's just insane to watch. It's fun to watch. It's insane to watch, though. The whole problem last year was he couldn't putt, yep. and you know, obviously he's fix that did you see the putt that uh davis thompson hit on 17 uh, they hit the stick yeah yep yep what do you think about that was, was that gross it? i don't know i mean you know it it's had hard some it's heat just, to it had some heat it, yeah it's just so hard to say um it kind of looked like the pin was leaning a little bit that way and i don't know if they didn't notice that or maybe that was just it wasn't but um yeah, yeah i don't know i mean it, it it was it was it was moving yeah it's, it's tough to get mad if you're Davis Thompson, though, because he's been doing that forever. So you can't get mad on the one hole that finally backfires, I guess. Right, right. Uh, you know, Fitzpatrick has won a U.S. Open with the flag stick in. So I don't know. It's just for fun. Are you a flag stick in or out guy? It uh, depends on the length of the putt. Like that that, that length of a putt, I probably would have left it in. leave it in. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be aggressive and, you know, I'd be cool with a hit in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would have been okay with that, too, and making a par yeah. on that hole. It's a difficult hole, but. Yeah. yeah the, shorter, the, the shorter the putt, crazy. I'm with you. I kind of want that thing out. Yeah, me and you 100%. both. I'm alright with putting it in with it in though. I doesn't matter to me. Yeah, either kind of way. Like, like when you when you play with a new group, like do you want to enter out whatever you guys want? I really right. my putts are either falling or they're not. Right. Are you sure the flag stick ain't gonna make a difference <laughs> on this? Just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm not uh, uh not that good. But yeah, otherwise, I mean pretty crazy fucking tournament, man. Very crazy. You know, again, twenty seven unders without birdie, birdie, birdie. Um, that's what we expected. That's what you get. But I think it felt like the stadium course played even easier than usual. It was nuts. Even on the final day, you figured they might toughen it up a bit. Uh, what was it? Dylan Wu shot 10 under 11 under 11 under, uh, well, that was on Saturday. Xander shot 10 under on Sunday. So did EVR and EVR your boy. Yeah. Um, it was, it was some heavy stadium course scoring that I was not expecting even in the early rounds. So yeah, I don't know, maybe because uh, of all the rain. Maybe. That Southern California has gotten. Maybe it could have been, but we and we knew it'd be like easy. They set it up easily, but it was just it seemed easier than usual. And a note to take home: I heard many post round uh, talks or little clippets out there. 
they all said uh, the Nicholas course played by far the easiest. We used to always say La Quinta. We, we, like, we said Nicholas was easy, but uh, Wu and others, when they said all their, their 10-unders, 11-unders, they said by far Nicholas was just like a freaking do-what-you-want-out-there course. So that's something to maybe remember for next year because they'll probably change it on us, but something to think about. Hopefully they deal away with it. Yeah, that's <laughs> well. It was funny because the little bit I listened to on Sunday, they said they does they built the stadium course with the intentions of having the Ryder Cup there, but then it went to a different course. This was like back in the fifties or something. Oh, okay, and I'm like, how the heck would that have been a Ryder Cup course? I guess if you had Persimmon 50s, Woods, it might have been a different story. Whenever, but, yeah, but, these guys uh, are just bombing everywhere. You can't. Yeah, it's just it's just not happening. So it's a resort we'll course. I mean, you know, it, which it is. It's it's down in freaking Palm Springs. It's what these guys do. Tory kind of is too this week, but they toughen it up quite a bit because 100%. they can, you know, hundred percent. So let's talk Tory. Let's talk yep. Tory. Uh, Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, we'll get into the field, but just first glance, it's a great field, top heavy field, very top heavy field uh, going through stuff. But why don't you go through some past event history real quick? Because we have plenty of it at this tournament. Yeah, last year Luke List fifteen under in a playoff over uh, Will Zalatoris. Twenty twenty one was Patrick Reed. This, was that the year you like took that questionable drop or uh, got yeah. a questionable this is the one where they release? He cheated once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Rory was sitting there basically eyeing him down. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patrick Reed, twenty twenty one, fourteen under five shots over Finau, Hovland, Norlander, Palmer, and Shoffley. Twenty twenty was uh, Mark Leishman couldn't hit a fairway, but yet still won. Fifteen under one shot over John Rahm. Rose was the 2019 champion, 21 under, two shots over Adam Scott. Jason Day has won this tournament twice, uh, once in 2018 at 10 under, and then uh, previously in 2015. John Rahm is also a past winner here. I think this was his first one ever, 2017, 13 shots over uh, a couple guys that, that don't really matter. Tiger Woods has won it seven times, but otherwise, you know, that's pretty much all the event history you need. Yeah. Brent Snedeker, I'm imagining he's in the field. He's a two-time yeah. champion here, but he loves this place. I mean, I'm not going to play him, but yeah, more power to those that will. I get right. it. We, this course event history is very nice here. It is very, very nice here. Well, he got he got luckier and shit in 2016, yes. if you remember, because of the 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 draw of the massive storm. Yeah, um, and he beat KJ Choi by one shot that year. Yeah, he got hooked, up. got hooked up for sure on that one. But, but generally, uh, we're going to get to the teens here. So, yeah, but like, there's there's the take home. It's usually a teens. The like the year Justin Rose went 21 under was a kind of a fluky, you know, weather situation year, and you could torch the North Course, which is the easier of the two courses. There's a North and a South. A couple things. This tournament starts on Wednesday. Wednesday this week ends on Saturday because they don't want to go up against the NFL Conference title games on Sunday. So it's still four rounds, still a cut. T65 and ties, 156 golfer field. Each um, each day, there'll be the north course and the south course. So each Every golfer will play each course once. North course is much, much easier to attack. It's much, much shorter, less than 7,300 yards. Both par 72s, you know, four par threes, 10 par fours, four par fives. Uh, but the north course has bent grass greens, still has decent rough, but just a much, much easier course to attack. All the par fives are less than 550. We're on the north or on the south course, they're all over 550. So much longer there. The north course is almost 7,800 yards at 7,760. Basically, it is a trek, an absolute trek to play there. It was fun when I played a couple weeks ago. We'd be like on the, I think they were green tees or whatever the heck they were, basically kind of equivalent to the whites, give or take. Um, 
and you'd see where the pros were gonna tee off from. And there's certain holes I would turn around and be like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> like, because like where I'm staring down the fairway, and I, like they had the stands already set up and stuff. And you could see like, "Okay, this is cool. I still got to do. I got my work cut out for me." And then I look where they're coming from, and I'm like, "That's just." We're talking 100 to 200 yards on certain holes. Like they just stretched it back as far as it could go, and I'm just like. Dude, that's and so their 300 yard drive is like literally 100, 150 yards in front of me. And I'm like, that's just insanity. And they'll yeah. still get there in two, or I'm right. sitting there grinding to get there in three. But um, it, it was a whole different world there. So the South, much, much longer. Poa greens, which are always fun. Um, greens aren't super big, they're not, they're not Pebble Beach small, but they're not big. And that was one of the biggest takeaways from when I played there is. No, this is where I think the course history obviously plays in big, big time. Is some greens are still decent size. Like, don't get me wrong, some are pretty good. Some are super small and super like kind of hidden, like elevation changes. There's a par five where you have to go up a hill to it, and so if you don't know the surface very well, that's tricky. Um, most of the greens don't have a lot either behind them or on the sides of them. It depends on which green it is. Like some of them just drop, you know, ten yards drop off into the ocean, um, so you can't go super long. A lot of the greens have are surrounded by bunkers or have false fronts that come into catch areas. So around the green games can be very, very pivotal. So it's a course that you your approach game needs to be on. The thing is the approaches are going to be like 175 to 200, maybe 200 plus, because it is still going to be wet out there, not crazy wet, because they haven't had any rain since I think I was there. But um, it was it was wet, and it's already a long course as it is. Narrow fairways. They they brought them in, and the rough is thicker than hell. They are, I read somewhere it's half inch longer than usual. I can attest. It's nasty, very nasty. Um, and but I, I'm a lucky golfer, I guess. I can't. I, I just try to get it out of the rough and have my next shot. They can actually at least attempt a shot to the green where I couldn't. Um, it's still. It's gonna be like it's. It's difficult. It's a very very tough. It, it makes it more impressive when they do it. So fairways, driving distance around the green game, I think it's gonna be huge. Um, you know, two putt, like three putt avoidance is big because the one thing about these greens is. Um, what I thought was interesting, a lot of slopes. And I heard some people say like, this is one of the courses, the most putts missed inside five feet. And it makes a ton of sense. It's like an old school design as Jesse would know and any golfer would know you want to be below the hole. And that's what this course is like. Some of the newer courses, it's not as bad as that. Like you can be kind of around newer courses and survive. This is like, literally if you're on top of some of these holes, you blow on the ball and pray. It's not 10 feet past the hole. Like it's just, it's why like you leave the stick in. <laughs> you're hoping you hit it um and i had a couple i'm just like what the hell and um these guys are good much better than me obviously but the the three putt avoidance thing is big bogey avoidance big stuff like that so it, it's a fun course i'd really look at course history or event history a lot but a lot of factors to be played into this and uh more importantly it's big boy golf so what's your thoughts on this one jesse yeah i mean i i agree uh plenty of course history to wait um, I don't think that there's any shot tracker on the north course. Uh, not on the north, about that. no. Not yeah. on the north, south. Uh, so it's all south, but they play three rounds on the south course. Assuming your guy makes the weekend, yep. it's a rotation, north course, south course, Thursday, Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Um, and then you know, the other thing I, I, I look at is uh, you know, I, 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 this is more of an accuracy off the tee, uh, but you do need to be long because yep. uh, the, the rough is very penal. Um and then you know, birdie or better is still the 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 way to go in, in yeah. scrambling, because um, you do have to have a good up uh, around the green game here. Yeah, the one thing I'd say if you're looking at like at a model, and it's kind of something I'll mention throughout when I talk about mine is, 
you know, driving distance is huge. Obviously, you want to be in the fairway, obviously. If your guy isn't the biggest, like, distance driver, but he's good in the fairway and he's good from, like, long iron game, that could equate pretty well, too. So, like, yeah. if you have to, like, kind of pick your poisons, it doesn't always have to be the bomber. Like, there's a guy I know I'll mention for sure in, Bur- in Burmeister, that, or Burmeister, that um, not the longest driver, but a very accurate driver and phenomenal from 200 plus. So, guys like that could rate out pretty well, too, but just something to keep in mind as we um, plug along some more. And the one other thing I will mention. Early reports show Thursday, day two of the tournament. Yeah, I was just pulling this Windy up. AF, uh, yeah. like 30 to 35 mile an hour, because that's the other cool thing about playing Tory. It seemed like a third of the holes or so, if not half the course, you're kind of right by the ocean. You're kind of you're going in and out, like into the ocean, out of the ocean, in and out. So like the entire – so the weather can just shift on you all day long, and that's something to keep in mind also. Yeah, it looks like, I mean, Thursday afternoon the wind's going to pick up. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how the waves are going to play out because we're playing two different courses. If it's like a, I'm curious how if it's so if it's PM AM the best and then have a, you know, PM North course, AM South course. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, it's, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. If anything, if you don't want to worry about Wednesday. PM AM, uh, I'd still do like North course Wednesday, South or South course Wednesday, North course, the windy day, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you'd rather, I would assume, be on the easier golf course if it's going to be windy. The shorter, easier course on the windy right. day. Yep. Right. So, do so if you don't want to worry about the A and PM part, if you just want to do South Course Wednesday, North Course Thursday, that's something to look at as well. So, we'll see, see how it plays out, Jesse. But let's talk DK scoring or DK pricing this week. DK picks for the week, and we have four guys over ten thousand dollars, and one guy over eleven thousand dollars. There's one John Rob. At eleven yeah. six, and rightfully so, over eleven thousand dollars. I think he's still too cheap, personally. Uh, Tony Finau ten five, Xander Shoffley ten three, Colin Morikawa at ten thousand. So, um, I did mention it's a top heavy tournament, and I have most of the top of the field starred. So it's gonna be fun to decipher. Yeah, but uh, what do you like up here? Yeah, it's it it's gonna be difficult to kind of. You can't play all these guys, obviously. Um, I guess Xander's back is fixed. Yeah, he played great last week, didn't he? I mean, like, wow, where'd that come good from? Good Lord, finished yeah. third, shot six. Yeah, and he shot Sunday. 10 under on Sunday. I was still, yeah, I know, but still, I mean, yeah, uh, because I mean, his form coming in, but if you take out the WD, he's not finished outside the top 10 since uh, the St. Jude back in August. He hasn't played a whole lot, but been playing really well. Um, I mean, obviously, John Rom, like, he's head and shoulders above everybody in this field and probably every field he's going to play in for the next month, but. More coward would be the other guy we consider fourth and uh, 21st here in his last two starts. He didn't play here last year, but he did in 21 and, and 20. Um, and has, is coming off the second place finish at the Tournament of Champions. Obviously, if you watch that, he completely collapsed. Uh, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, um, but he was playing really well, um, well enough to to have to ep- epically co- collapse in order for Rom to, to get him. So. Yeah, Morikawa was interesting, probably the lowest owned in this group. Rom's definitely the one to go to. I think Fina's interesting. It's the only one we didn't mention up here at 10-5. He's fourth in my model over the last 24 rounds. Uh, he's fifth in the par fours we're looking at, and 450 to 500. But more importantly, last year was the year he was the most chalkiest chalk, like in OADs and everything at this event, because he came in with a T2, T6, T13, T6, his previous four starts here. Missed the cut last year. I think I, I like that actually. After looking at his other guys here, T16 last week, T7th at Century, first the Houston Open, just playing really, really good golf. I know when we talked about the Century, we we're kind of worried about his new swing and everything. That seems fine. He's doing okay. 
uh, a guy that can bomb it, that can uh, get a good approach game around the green's not bad. So uh, I think Finau could be a fun one up here as well, not just Collins. I think Xander, especially after last week, then you get the San Diego narrative. He's going to be more popular than he probably should be. And if you want to play Rom, play Rom. Not going to tell you. Otherwise, I don't need to uh, tell you how to play the best player in the world. That's right. up to you. No, no doubt about it. Because like, I'm laughing at certain tweets. He somehow isn't people. number one in the world yet. No, that's a whole other conversation that, um, yeah, that, that's a funny conversation, actually. But, uh, you know, four of his last six events worldwide, W's. And uh, not world number one, world number three. So it's pretty good. $9,000. What's up? I said not even number two. No, he's number three. It's pretty impressive. Pretty, it's pretty impressive. Uh, 9K range, you got Willie Z at 97. who's looking good again. That back seems fine. JT at 94, newlywed JT. Uh, Sungjae, 93. Montgomery, 92. Homa, 91. Matsuyama, 9,000. Loaded range, as you'd expect. So what do you like here? Yeah, uh, you know, plenty to play here. Zalatoris, um, second miscut, seventh miscut, and his four starts um, at this event, and is coming off uh, made cut last week. Finished eleventh at the tourney, tournament of champions. I think he's fine. I mean, I don't. JT, he's he's made the cut three out of four times here. He's finished inside the top twenty all three years. This price to me is it's low. So I mean. So cheap for him. I mean, I, I don't under. He's usually above 10K. When was the last time he was below 10K? Well, tournament champions, he wasn't, but that was a different field tour championship again. So, since like without being limited, it's been since the Northern Trust in 2021 without it being in a limited field. That's um, impressive. yeah, I mean, I don't understand this pricing on him. So, I I don't know what to, what to make of that. Like you I feel go like he's JT probably pretty easily. That's yeah, the crazy part. We'll see about that. I haven't started to make any lineups yet, but if you do that, I think that would be okay. I mean, Montgomery has not finished uh, outside the top fifteen in his last three starts. Has uh, is two or two make cuts here. Homa, I think, is is interesting now. His course history is not good. Miscut, miscut, eighteenth, ninth, miscut, miscut, miscut. But he has not missed a cut on tour. Since he missed the cut here last wait, year. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where'd you where'd you get the numbers from Homa? I'm just looking his at last years, I, his last three years I have cut 18th, ninth. Um maybe 21. He oh 21, I bet that was uh the US Open. Yeah, he probably missed the cut of the open. Yep. That's what exactly that's exactly what that because that was in June. Okay, gotcha. So as far as playing at this at the South Course, gotcha. Um, you know, miscut, miscut, eighteenth, ninth. Miscut, gotcha. miscut, miscut. But hasn't missed a cut since he did here last year. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, I really want to play Homa myself. Actually, hasn't missed a cut since yeah since Farmers Insurance in twenty. Been a while. I really like to play Homa, but those you know not the the course history is the only thing kind of um, gives me some pause. Uh, I think Montgomery's fine and and Zalatoris as well. Yeah, Zaltoris is a great play, I think, in this range. Probably, well, depends if you play Rom. If you don't play Rom, he's going to be popular. Um, you know, he's great at the par four scoring, great DK scoring, great off the tee. Everything you want from Willie Z is just fine. The JT price, I'm glad you said it blew. Like when I first did a glimpse over all these, I'm like, what? 9,400 bucks for JT? Yeah. Um, over the last 24 rounds, he's second around the green in this field, which is what you want. Uh, he does struggle uh, hitting the fairway, though. So that's interesting. 116th in this field in fairways gained over the last 24 rounds. Could be something to keep in mind. But uh, Zalatoris, I like Sungjae a lot. He's eighth in my model here. Seventh on the par four. Second in uh, over proximity over 200 yards. 
And then when you look at his field, six, 32nd, 36, 50 seconds, he's improved every year he's played here and he's starting to get it going. Like I loved him last week at the, um, the Amex. It's a course he plays very well. He finished 18th, kind of fell apart on the last day, but 18th miscut the Sony 13th of the century. I got no problem going to Sungjae uh, at this event. Um, and I think a lot of people will be on Taylor and I'm on Homa. I love Homa this week. Uh, he's second in my model. I'm starting to say I can use my model because 24 rounds are kind of getting closer to uh, this recent form. Uh, he's eighth and around the green in this field. He's 10th at the par four scoring, um, 19th in fairway, 16th and over 200 yards. He is, he's basically a top 20, 25 in most of the key categories I'm looking at here. So, and he finished third at the century. So Max Home is definitely a dude I like in this range. Like three of the top eight in, the, in this tournament, according to my model, are in the 9K range. So, uh, and the other, and three of the other eight are in the top 10. So six of the top 10 are. 9k and above so pick your poison and uh, have some fun 8k range you got siwoo jason day thigala mcneely spawn cam davis keegan bradley adam hadwin justin rose hayden buckley and the defending champion luke list who do you like here yeah um it, i mean it looks like jason day is 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 already getting touted yep. quite a bit um of course history is okay but I, I would prefer and what i'll do if i'm in this situation where i'm you know kind of in this range that Thigala is going to be the guy. Finished 25th here last year. Did miss the cut the year before that, but um, has been played solidly on, uh, you know, hasn't missed a cut since the Sanderson's back in in the, in the fall. So I like Thigala quite a bit, just kind of as lower owned, especially probably the lowest owned in this whole entire range. Um, McNeely's fine. Um, three out of four made cuts for him here. JJ Spawn, West Coast dude, is, 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 his, uh, Success at Tory is kind of mi- mi- mixed. He's got a, quite a few missed cuts, but is playing really, really good golf right now. 12th and 5th this year in the two Hawaii starts. Um, Cam Davis has never missed a cut here, but has never finished better than 32nd. So I would consider him more of a, a cash play, which yep. I will endorse. I will endorse playing cash this week finally. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would uh, a you know GPP play. Um and then Keegan Bradley, another guy who just doesn't miss the cut around here for the most part. He did miss it back in 2016, but hasn't missed one since then. Um, is coming off a missed cut at the Sony Open where he, uh, you know, did not play great. I don't know if you saw the Bob Does Sports uh, um, video with him. Do you watch no, Bob Does Sports? I did not. I do watch Bob Does, but I did not see that one, no. He, uh, he was not playing very good in that. <laughs> um, and then Hayden Buckley. So the guy finishes uh, second. The Sony Open, um, it's got bad course history, but he's never made a cut here in two starts. But at eight thousand bucks, I think he's worth a shot there. Yeah, this is the range we're just uh, getting different, starting to, to work out here. Like I think Jason Day's great at eighty-eight. He will be popular, like you said, because he actually played the farmer well in his career. Played really, really well last weekend with a um, a T eighteen. Came out and said he, you know, took the off season, worked on his mechanics, got a new swing, feels healthy for once. He's 10th in my model, second in approach, second in bogey, bogey avoidance. But, like, you like Thigala for the pivot. I like Siwoo Kim at 89, 100 bucks more. He's first in approach over the last 24 rounds, fourth in bogey avoidance, sixth in fairways gain. Coming off a um, 22nd last week of win at the Sony, 35th at the Houston. You look at past event history, 11th here last year, missed cut in 21, uh, 29th and 19, 35th and 18. So he makes cuts three out of four of his last attempts and playing really, really good golf. So I think Siwoo at 89 would be the pivot. I would make in that range. Uh, McNeely definitely in played 8,600 bucks. He's um, first in par fours, 450 to 500 first in bogey avoidance. 
uh, in this last 24 rounds. Loves these kind of more ocean, small green courses. Plays them very, very well, especially polo ones. So I like McDeely uh, with you on that. Spawn and Davis, I agree with what you said on those. They're, they're both in play. And then um, a couple others I mentioned. Adam Hadwin, 82. Usually not the biggest Adam Hadwin guy. But, you know, miscut here last year, then 18th, 35th. And he's coming in in pretty good form right now. So he is appealing at 8200 bucks, especially because he'll probably come in low-owned, 18th last week, 7th at the Houston Open. So he'd be a guy to look at for me. And then Justin Rose, I'm not going to ignore. He's, you know, past winner here. $8,100, uh, sixth here last year, miscut in 20, one in 2019, eighth in 2018. So three top eight finishes, uh, put together at 26 last week, 29th at the RSM, ninth at the Houston Open. So maybe Rosie's starting to, you know, play a little more consistent golf, which would be great to see. And at 8100 bucks, I, I can buy into that as an option. And lastly, Luke List is definitely a GPP play for me again because any guy that can bomb it and maybe get hot with the putter like he did that one week is in play. 75 to 79, Jesse, what do you like? Um, You know, P- Pendrith is fine. I mean, he finished 16th here last year. Uh, Harris English at 78. Um, he did finish third here in 21, did not play here last year, has been hurt. Missed a cut last week. I played him last week, but I'm telling you, the price is going to be back up before too long. So play him while you can in the $7,000 range. I guess Davis Thompson. Um, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, like second place last week, but fifty fourth miscut, forty third, sixty seventh. They finished ninth at the Fortnite Championship. I mean, I I don't know, man. I don't know where it came from or whatever, but he figured it out. And obviously, the dude attacks par fives. I mean, yeah. last year, last week, he had five eagles. Yep, was fourteen under on the par fives for the week. Um, and, and he's finished every single, I mean, he's since, since I got stats here back in 21, which is about roughly 10 starts, maybe a little bit more. He's 62 under on the par fives, one under on the par fours, 13 over on par threes. Oh, Jesus. And these, these courses, that's some of the hardest par threes you'll see. Yeah. I mean, so that out there that may, but he did, he was four under in the par threes last week. Yeah. Different course. <laughs> I understand. But. <laughs> It's baffling to me. Golf is just a Golf's funny crazy. game. Yeah. And then, uh, so uh, last but not least, 7,500 Davis Riley. They missed a cut here last year, but hasn't missed a cut on, on tour since the fortnight. Um, made the cut last week. Didn't, you know, he finished 65th. Not great, but uh, another guy who can, um, you know, get the par fives, uh, you know, eight under on the par fives last week and, and just stays under par on the par fives on every start he has. I'm going to look at Wyndham Clark at 7,900 bucks. 12th in my Molly's, ninth in par fives, 550 to 600. Second in driving distance, seventh in bogey avoidance. Um, you know, 56 here last year, 32nd, miscut 35th. So made three of his last four cuts. Coming off a of 50th at the American Express, 10th at the RSM, 16th at the Houston Open. Don't mind a little Wyndham Clark. Uh, Alex Smalley, I'll keep playing. He's 14th in my model. Um, doesn't like dominate, dominate anything. He's great in part five scoring. He does that. He's second in that, seventh in approach, but he's kind of like a 25th to 35th in some of the other key categories. Uh, he's coming in at 55th here last year in his debut at this event, but then 22nd in the American Express, miscut Sony, fifth at the RSM, fourth at the Houston Open. So Smalley's a guy I don't mind going to. Kurt Kitayama rates out really, really well, and I just hate playing him because he's so inconsistent, but he rates out phenomenal. Like third in my model, great in par four scoring, great around the green, decent at bogey avoidance. Like 
25th in driving distance. He really, really looks good. So I'll probably have some of him uh, just because I got to, you know, you got to trust it eventually and everything looks really good. Um, Thomas Dietrich is a guy I've been playing all fall swing and I'll keep playing him at 7,600 bucks. He's a birdie machine. He's a great in approach. Um, 14th in driving distance. I love him at 7,600 bucks. Hope he's not too popular, but it's a good spot. If you look at course history, Ryan Palmer's your dude. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like He's been a sketchy golfer of late, but he's made at least five straight cuts. 16th, second, 21st, 13th, second. That was a pretty darn good numbers from Ryan Palmer and made the cut at the Sony, finished 32nd, but a couple missed cuts to end the fall swing. So pick your poison, but he loves playing this golf course. And then the other guy I have here is Dean Burmeister. I mentioned him earlier. He's 22nd my model. Sixth off the tee, first in driving distance, sixth in proximity. Um, he's 11th around the green. It's a little sketchy in some other spots, but for 7500 bucks, I don't mind going to the Burmeister at all. 7K to 74, Jesse, who you liking? The it, This thing does really does fall off the a cliff, basically. Yeah, you get back to 10,000. I mean, starting to get really sketched down. Especially below seventy five hundred. Um, I really don't love anybody at seventy five in the seventy five to seventy nine range. But Will Gordon seventy four hundred bucks. Uh, two or two made cuts here. Forty second, twenty first. He did miss the cut last week. Not mad at him. Um, he just couldn't shoot a thousand under par. Um, you know, sometimes you just that just happens. Ben Griffin uh, at uh, seventy three. Uh, never played here, but has not missed a cut since the Fortnite championship. Um, I hope the Fortnite is not a good comparison to Tory Bynes because oh, I pray to God that I've played both. It better not be. I've played Silverado, it is not even close. Okay, I swear right, to God, you. if there's a, if there ever becomes a correlation with that, I'm gonna be so pissed. All right. Ben Ann, uh, at, at 7,200, uh, three of three made cuts here 21 finished 75th, 20th finished 68th, 17 finished 49th. Um, and back-to-back make cuts for him on tour, including at the the Birdie Fest last week. He shot 63 on Saturday to make the cut. 12th at the Sony before that. Aaron Rye at 7,200, finished sixth here last year. Come off a missed cut last week. I'm just not holding it against those those dudes because it's just a pro-am, and it sucks that you got to shoot. What was the cut, 10? Uh, for three days? 10. It was close to 11. I think 10 was right. Yeah. I mean, so basically you got to shoot three and a half under par every day yeah i mean it's just yeah it's tough so anyways that's that's it for me in that seven thousand range there yeah i'm on the will gordon train i'll go back to that with you as well and like you said he played fine and i think he fits this mold very good um 24th and driving distance you know 33rd and bogey like they're not lights out numbers but a 74 in this field i'll take it fairways gain 29th um gary woodland is an interesting one he's 65th in my model eighth off the tee Seventh in proximity, 200 plus. And the reason I think I had Woodland checked off here, yeah, 39th, 48th, miscut, 9th, 12th in his last five trips here. So it's a course history narrative with Gary Woodland because if you look otherwise, miscut at the Sony, Houston Open, T9, so he's played very sporadically. But we've seen it even in the fall swing. Like he'd have the events where he'd show up and then other events he just disappear. So it makes for a good GPP play, especially for the course history he brings. I'll keep riding Ben Griffin. I talk about it every week. He's in my lineups. Just like not all of them, but he's definitely in some because he rates out well. He's playing great golf. He's a DK machine. So uh, eventually it's going to come to an end. But maybe this tough course will be it. But I got no problem there. If you want another course history guy here, uh, Robbie Shelton at 7200 bucks, 16th in 2021, 36th in 2020. He's two for two. Of late, um, and he finished sixth last week at the American Express, missed the cut at the Sony, 10th at the RSM, 52nd at Houston. So 
he's a guy with some course history and playing okay. I love Steven Yeager personally. I think this is a fun, fun course for the Yeager bombs. Um, 29th, my model fifth around the green first in par five scoring, which is big, you know, 19th and putting, if you care about that at all, 29th and bogey avoidance. So he can, uh, he can compete on the, on the long trek here for sure. As long as he can find that fairway, he'll be fine. Missed a cut here last year, 66 in 2019, but recent form is great. 36, 28, 46, ninth, four straight made cuts. I think Jaeger is one at 72, and then a couple darts. Neesmith, Sue's from the West Coast, Kazire, and Lonto. Are we back on Lonto at 7K? Um, you know, I, I almost clicked his name, man, but it's <laughs> – He's third uh, in bogey avoidance. That's all right, you need. Well, he's got good course history, three straight made cuts. Exactly. Here. Uh, if you include the even the U.S. Open, he made the cut there, but three straight missed cuts on tour. Yeah, he's 39th in finding fairways in this field. He's 14th on par fives over the last 24 rounds. Like, I don't expect him to win the dang thing, but for 7K, if you could find the weekend, right. that'd be pretty sweet. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's why I checked. That's why I said these like flyers: Neesmith, Sue, Kazire, Lonto, Johnny Vegas is a guy that bombs it and plays well here in the past, but not playing good right now. And Joseph Bramlett, he's playing well right now. So it's kind of like pick your poison, I guess, in this range. These are guys that can, you know, hit it, hit it a decent dis- distance and um, hopefully stay out of too much trouble is the way I look at it. I'm not in love with any of these guys at all. No. Uh, 6K range, who you like? I actually like a couple more guys here, I think, that I do in that 7 to 74 range. Yeah, there's a few more names down here for sure. Um, I had to force click a few of them. <laughs> Carl. I, I was looking at course history a lot in these ranges. Like, that's what yeah. I was looking at a lot. Carl Yon at 6,900. I think he's okay. He did miss the cut last week. Again, not holding that against him. Uh, Harry Higgs, 6,900. He's made two out of three cuts um, at this event. He did miss the cut here last year, but he's coming off an 18th place finish last week. Uh, Harry Hall missed cut in 2020 at this event, but has two straight made cuts on tour. Doc Redman, two out of three made cuts um, at this event. And, uh, has two consecutive made cuts on tour. And then Smotherman, 11th here last year, um, 67th in his only start this year at the Sony Open. And that's all I got, man. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. We got similarities. Harry Higgs, um, from the way he played last week to – and he crushed the par fives last week also, and his par five scoring is still 129th in this field, so that shows how bad he was before last week. But we know he can get going. He Decent decent uh, 56 driving distance and everything. So don't mind Higgs if he's playing well. I got Redmond as well. A couple like longer darts. Cole Hammer, the rookie, talked about him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one of the you know top collegiate players out there getting his first uh, – I believe it's his first time – at this event at 60 yeah first time playing here which is you know we'll see but um 61st the sony fifth of the rsm 27th the houston could be a, a decent long shot i think kevin tway at 66 is one he's 10th in driving distance in this field 11th and par five scoring is what you're going to want 70th and bogey avoidance so not great but the par five scoring i like a lot with him and the um, driving distance not to mention 46th here last year miscut 30th 43rd 35th so four of the last five made cuts with actually Kind of decent finishes for his price tag, uh, and we know he, if the uh, par based on that par five scoring, he can put up some uh, serious DK points. He's made back to back cuts, fifty fourth, but he's he's making cuts, so I'll take that with Kevin Tway. And then other than that, like Johnny Hud's not playing great, but he's got good course history. Um, Pete Malnati's got good horse history, but blah. And then one you you mentioned him last week, and you know if you just want to say screw it, I'm okay with it. Bill Haas is $6,100. bucks. Um, he's 14th around the green. He's actually 31st in driving distance, which shocked me. 
to see uh, Bill Haas of all people. But why I wanted to mention Bill Haas, you know, recent form, miscut, miscut, so good, so good. But the one kicker for 6100 bucks, 39th, 42nd, 73rd, 57th, 54th. That's five straight made cuts. It's as far back as I go. Um, for 6100 bucks, I'm not saying I would love him. I probably won't play him at all. But if you want to go full punt of like you want to go Rom and JT and some decent guys in the middle and they say, screw it, I'm playing Bill yeah. Haas. I don't hate it one bit, to be honest with you. So it's it's an option for sure. All right, now that we got that salty taste out of our mouth, um, well, let's recap some things. Ten k and above, not named John Rom. Uh, Colin Morkella. I'll go Tony Finau. Nine uh, k range. I'm gonna say Max Homa. That's my dude. I'm going uh, uh, since you took Max. I'll say Sungjae, but Max is. Probably going to be in majority of my lineups. It depends if I do three max or twenty. I'll do if I do three max. I'll have probably three max homos. So I'm I'm loving him this week. He might be my one and done. Eight eight K. Tigala. This is tough because I want to say Jason Day, but he's gonna be so chalky. At least mm-hmm. I'm imagining so. So I'll go Justin Rose. We're gonna go Rose. Hopefully it's not biasy for missing out last weekend. Seventy five to seventy nine. Harris English. I'm gonna go Alex. Oh no, Tomas Dietrich. Stick my done. Tomas Dietrich in that one, 7K to 74. Uh, did I mention Aaron Rye when we were talking about Yes, it? you did. Yeah, yes, Aaron you. Rye. I go Steven Yeager bombs at 72 and then 6K range if you have to. Harry Higgs. That's probably the right one to use. Come I'll on, go Kevin Harry. Tway at 66. I'll go Kevin Tway. That past history at least gets me a little enticed onto that one. If you're building cash this week, which is worth a shot, where are you going? Um, like I mentioned, uh, Cam Davis, I think is worth uh, a cash look there. Keegan is borderline. Um, uh, it's, it's still Keegan Bradley. Uh, probably Taylor Montgomery is approaching that. And Justin Thomas, I mean, like at 9,400 bucks, bucks you be it's hard Justin not to play Justin Thomas. Thomas in cash. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So ex- excluding Justin Thomas in mind, but that should be a guy you plug in and you can do that with the three. I'll give you, I'll keep it just balanced and you can do what you wish. Give me. Jason Day, Cameron Davis, and Justin Rose, and you can put all you can put Justin Thomas in there and probably still be totally fine. Um, GPP though, where are we going? Because how let's just have some fun for a second. How chalky is too chalky to play ninety four hundred dollars Justin Thomas in a tournament? Because he should be super owned at that price. It's a crazy price tag. You would think so, yeah. I mean, uh, ninety four hundred bucks. I mean, I, I, you know, it, it's it's not been over the last couple of years. Uh, profitable to fade the chalk. So I don't know. I don't think it's, there's probably too high of a, because he, in my mind, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes in around 30% ish, somewhere in there. Like, I really don't think that's like 25 to 30% Justin Thomas. Thanks. I mean, I could see it. The thing is, right now, like, it's not, I'm not really showing a big, like, it looks like Zal Torres is getting touted more. That's Heather Montgomery's getting mentioned more. If JT comes in low Owen, man, that's going to be a glorious situation. I'll have a lot of shares of. I agree. Okay, um, so GPP. GPP. I've got uh, Rom, Thigala, and Gordon. Yeah, it's tough not tough not to go Rom. Um, I'm going to go with um, Rom, Max Homa, and Steven Yeager. Yeah, What's the problem the problem with going Rom in those in those in anybody in that nine K range is it. It, it automatically puts you about seventy two hundred. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you got some confidence in some guys around that 
that number if you do see some Jaeger, some Bill Haas, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It gets a little dicey for sure. Uh, let's talk DK Sportsbook. As I literally I clicked on it, there was prices changing, but John Rahm is four and a half to one. And, you know, I'm not even going to make fun of it. What about <laughs> the fact that he's plus 110 to top five? Yeah, that'd probably be the better bet, obviously. Doesn't that seem odd that you those aren't? Be, yeah, that's the little, because then you got. You know, Xander's 11 to 1, but he's plus 250. Right. That it's seems just a little sketchy. I mean, you would think that the top five would be like minus 110-ish in that in that range, and then yeah. the top, top 10 is minus, minus 175. 175. That's still not a bad bet. Yeah. <laughs> parlay, I've that got, like, uh, parlay that with the Bengals this weekend. Well, I've got a way to get it to to get John Rom to 17 to 1, um, or 16 to 1, excuse me. You go Bengals money line, Eagles money line, and John Rom, and that gets you about 16. Obviously, if you – like the 49ers more, you can put the 49ers in there. Obviously, if the, the, the Bengals have moved to the favorite. I don't know if you noticed that or not. That's uh, how it should be because with, with um, Mahomes likely out, that's a big uh, – Is he likely out or – Well, I don't know how good he's going to be. A high ankle I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, no bueno. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, this is a golf golf podcast, but we are huge fans of the NFL. Yes. Um, otherwise – I mean, the cream usually rises to the top here. You'll hear that everywhere. Like, Homa 22, but he's loving more cow at 18. That's a good price, too. But I feel like these are all depressed. You know what I mean? I think it's so top heavy. I think I can't remember if it was Mayo's pot or somewhere else I was reading today that uh, outside of, I think, the year um, uh, Stallings and Luke List, everybody's like 60 to one or better. It's the the top of the, the cream rises to the top here. I got you. I don't like anybody else like above that, like above twenty to win this thing though. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. home at twenty two I like. You know, Cam Davis if he was playing better golf would be fun, but it's just not there for me. Yeah, you go deeper. It's like Luke List is ninety to repeat. That's right. interesting actually. That's it's kind in the same odds as Will Gordon. I, I just you know I don't yeah. Like see that. Luke, like Harris English past PGA tour winner, hundred to one. Yeah, I can like, see that. You can start getting some fun, like fun ones, or at least top tens, like Dietrich top ten at plus eight fifty because he's just not a closer. But uh, the way he can drive the ball in his approach game, I think a top ten could be a play at plus eight fifty. Otherwise, he's one ten to one. Uh, Jaeger's one thirty to one, but top tens eleven to one. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's tricky the deeper you go, like way more than usual. So yeah, probably the Morikawa's the home. I love the home at twenty two to one. Um, Man, I can't even pick McNeely. I like the price, but I can't do it. Hideki's 35. That's yeah, just... 35 on Maverick is ridiculous. But yeah. Hideki, there's some value there. I could see that. Because it's going to click one of these days. I keep saying it each week. Right. And we didn't really talk about him earlier because he's in a funk. Like, I like him to make the cut. I just don't know if he has enough to win this week. So I'd rather probably take the 35 to 1 than put him in DK if that makes sense to anybody. Like, I'd rather go for the Gusto thing. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely a top, top heavy uh, board. The field, yeah. Um, any final thoughts as we wrap up the farmers again? Reminder, but it starts on Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, yep. Wednesday morning, lock. Uh, keep an eye on the weather, yeah. Keep an eye on the weather. Come in the Discord if you want. Guys are talking in there. Kevin was in there earlier today. It's free, just come join the fun. But other than that, hit Jesse up on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. I'm at BD Entrick. This was the always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the 2023 Farmers Insurance Open. Catch you guys next time. Oh,